Welcome in to the Picune Post Game Podcast as the Maroon Tide take a win 42-7 on the road over at Long Beach tonight. Tide run their record out to 6-2 on the year, 2-0 in region play and set up a big, big ball game next week over at George County. Long Beach uh, drops its record to 2-7 on the year, 0-3 in district play. Tide played really clean, good football um, tonight. Got up 35-0. Then you hit the hot clock, the running clock. Darrell Smith with five touchdown rushes. Nike Ratcliffe adds one as well. And so the Tide, a big win on the road. Big um, win to keep momentum going, keep that region district record perfect and be right where you need to be this time of the year. Tide really uh, playing well. Is this, uh, I think something gets lost kind of in the scheduling of all this. The Tide have been pretty dominant when they've played schools their size uh, on the 6A level now in the Mississippi classification. But I'm Clay Sweet, the voice of the Picky Maroon Tide for the Talking Ball Y'all Media Group. On the podcast tonight will be David Burnett and Ricky Whitaker. David Burnett was down roaming the sideline, so we'll get our first take from him. But, Dave, these kind of games are fun, man, especially from, from your role down there getting uh, video highlight uh, clips to post on the podcast. I mean, on the Twitter feed and then, of course, to be able to talk about on the podcast. But the feel down on the sidelines. Yeah, tonight it was uh it was great. Kids having fun. It, it was uh, I mentioned it on the uh, halftime. Slick had me up t- this week uh um to talk a little bit during the halftime, and it was a little more chippy down there than I was expecting against Long Beach, which is kind of a kind of a good thing I want to say because I mean you got like you just mentioned we got a big game next week, so it showed me that we didn't we didn't overlook Long Beach, and sometimes that'll happen. You know, could have been a trap game could have played very poorly going into a big uh game next week and you didn't see any of that and talk about video highlights clay i got (laughs) Darrell was the highlight machine tonight with five touchdowns and uh waller i I just mentioned it to y'all i mean like those plays are great but i think long beach just forgot to block him most of the time i mean i know he's hard to block but um man he's so fast off the ball and you've seen that tonight and You've seen some other guys step up and make some plays on defense. Long Beach's de- offense is kind of a, you know, kind of ground and pound it out and uh, run the clock, and so you got a lot of D line getting some plays. And uh, but but the overall feel on the sideline was great. I think uh, anytime you're up that big at halftime, it's going to carry over. And um, I mean, what else can you ask for? I mean, 42 to seven. Yeah, great performance overall by the Tide, and then. Uh... Ricky Whitaker, you do a phenomenal job of keeping track uh, with our stats throughout the broadcast and um, trying to update our listeners on those. And there were some pretty eye-popping numbers, especially when you look at the efficiency and the uh, um, and the yardage per. I'll let you kind of talk about that, Slick. Yeah, I think uh, efficiency is probably the best word to use there, Clay. I mean, Darrell Smith. Uh, David mentioned he was a highlight machine tonight. Eight rushes <clears throat> for 134 yards and five touchdowns. Nike had three for 90 yards uh, and a touchdown. So when you look at just those numbers, that's that's a 17-yard per carry average for Darrell, 30 yards for Nike. And when you look at the production 
of the, the ground unit as a whole. And I know in, in some mop-up duty, there was 40 or 50 other yards that uh, guys like Macon Burnett and uh, Hawthorne uh, and, and Cam Quinn put in. But the starting unit, 13 plays, 248 yards uh, on the ground. That's 19 yards average per play. So you didn't get a whole lot of wear and tear on the tires or your tailbacks or your offensive line tonight. So that's a big plus. Uh, Brady, um, Brady Robertson was two for four for 44 yards, had the one interception right before the half, kind of a, just a throwaway play. I really don't even count that one against him, but overall efficient and uh, didn't, have to, didn't have to do a whole lot. Yeah, and speaking of not having to do a whole lot, as special as Darrell Smith and Nike are as backs, and it's really cool to see the way that Nike Ratcliffe, in my opinion, just keeps getting better and better on both sides of the ball. And it's hard to say that defensively because he was already really there, but offensively um, it looks like the game's slowing down for him a bit back in the backfield. But I want to brag on the O-line and the fullbacks. A lot of those runs were just uh, – Let's test out our 40 speed. I mean, there were a lot tonight where they were just sprinting into open space. Uh, I thought Coach Stogner, Coach Feely, Coach Edwards, and that group up front, um, players-wise, did a phenomenal job. They've opened up some gash and big old holes to run through. Yeah, Clay, they did. And with our style of offense, you're not going to get very far without the offensive line. I mean, we don't mention them enough. And – but tonight they did a phenomenal job, and 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 they're just a, I, I mean it's like they're a mean group. They're just really really gritty and mean. Um, we probably haven't had the size like we've had. I mean when you line up and see somebody six what six 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 five six six Mitch uh, Mitchell Smith, and then uh, once tackle, and then you got Donnell Lewis on the other uh, the other side. I mean. And then you mix that up with some guys like Quentin Haynes, who's been in back there, I mean, on the line for a couple years now. And then um, Brendan Williams at the uh, center. I mean, it makes for a great offensive line. They work really well together. And I think that's part of the thing that we've seen this year, Clay, is I think this offensive line is really gelled when it matters. And, and when is it really going to matter? It's going to start mattering next week because, you know, every every game gets more and more important. So, after next week's game is going to be important, then the following game is going to be even more important. And when you get in playoffs, they don't get any more important than that. So it's a good time for this offensive line to really, really be coming together and opening up big holes for our guys to run through. Yeah, it was uh, asked of me, I guess, two weeks ago, how did I think the O-line compared to last year's O-line? I said, well, that's an unfair question at this point because you've got two sophomores uh, replacing two veterans in uh, Gage Thibodeau and and Peyton Wells, what they brought to the table. And then you've got uh, Bolden and Mitchell. And as good as Mitchell is, he didn't play last year. And so there were a lot of reps, a lot of experience. And these guys are growing. I mean, that's two sophomores that's still learning. Y'all look back to what um, this sophomore, uh, this senior class, what they were as sophomores. They were still learning and, and developing. And I think we're seeing – uh, those guys on the offensive line, as you said, kind of getting it together and getting it right. Rick, I said this in the broadcast. I don't know um, what you kind of think of it, but I still don't think we've seen the Tide play their best string of football, which is really encouraging uh, to me. That's no knock on us at 6-2, and two, but I just see peaks uh, of us, of what we can be each and every week, and that's a, a very, very – 
high ceiling and that's really encouraged as uh you get into this time of year this is certainly when you want to uh hit your stride not any before now but right now and and going into november december no i think that's a, a really good point that you made clay and you know until you show me who you are um you can tell me but you got to show me for me to believe it and i think at times this year this picking maroon tide team has been kind of consistently inconsistent at times and i think the last three games these these district games we started to see a lot of the same thing that intensity that fire and you just think about we gave up 14 points to, to pascagoula we gave up seven back-to-back uh, -back weeks so that's 28 points but two of those were pick sixes and then one of those was given up by the by the backup uh, defense, a twos and a three. So we've really our starting defense is what giving up seven points over three games. That's pretty impressive. That's what we were used to seeing, and we've been seeing it back to back to back weeks. So that's really a great sign for this Maroon Tide team. But to your point, no, I, th I think that the ceiling is still hadn't been reached yet, and is, it could be much higher. Yeah, and speaking of much higher, next week will be a good time to kind of bump your head on a ceiling, wouldn't it? You're gonna get a heck of a test in a really uh, historically kind of tough place to go play George County. A weird scenario, a team that uh, we saw in our district a year ago, but we really didn't see them. The majority of the team um, had the flu. I believe Coach Ray didn't even make the trip. He was under the weather as well. So the tape from last year is going to be no good. Uh, the tape that we see from Deuce Knight currently is very good. He is as advertised. He's the kid, of course, committed to go play at Notre Dame. But they've got a lot of playmakers around him. And something that jumped out at me this week is looking at George County, they're pretty big up front defensively. So that O-line group that we just talked about is going to get us oil checked next week a couple hours down the road in Loosedale. No doubt, Clay. It's, it's going to be a good test for this offensive line. But, again, I think they've been slowly getting better as a group. But, um, you know, this is a, a defensive line from George County that a lot of those numbers that you mentioned, uh, we, we've seen them for a few years. They were young guys that are now have grown into their positions. It'll be a really good test uh, for this Maroon Tide uh, team. But it's going to be a great test for George County, too. Yeah, I'll echo that. They both teams uh, should be ready to – to rock and roll. Dave, tell our listeners uh, who you were able to interview this week uh, for your interview portion of the podcast. Well, Clay, uh, kind of strange night. The bands were playing so loud, and they both were playing at the same time. So Coach Stoddard didn't even get to talk to the team on the field, so they scattered, went to the locker room. Some of the kids stayed on the field, but I was able to get only two interviews tonight. Um, I got, I guess I'm – assuming player of the game uh Darrell Smith uh five touchdowns he he gave a really good interview and uh I think you're gonna want to listen to to that and it just goes to show you how competitive Picayune guys are when you're talking about something that happened in eighth grade and here you are as a junior in high school and uh coach Stogner we always get coach Stogner and uh he always gives some good good clips on uh in his interviews and talks a little bit about some of the things they need to clean up but overall, he was very pleased with the performance tonight from his Tide um, team as they head to uh, George County next week. And, uh, guys, if you if you haven't downloaded the app, download the app. It's so easy. Um, listen to our preview episodes, and uh, Clay and uh, Slick have done a great job of getting these interviews. I can't wait till next the next couple weeks as we get ready for the playoffs. So um, 
hopefully we'll get Coach Ray on there next week to talk a little bit of George County. And then the following week we'll have – I know we'll get Coach Neil Lawler on because he's been a really good guest for us. But download the app. Can't thank uh, Ernie Landrum and them for sponsoring that app, uh, Picking Physical Therapy, and Sam for developing that thing. Um, I don't know how he did it, but it, it works extremely, extremely well. And uh, that's all I have on interviews tonight. And uh, you can go back and listen on the app too. That'll do it. Thank you, as always, for listening. I appreciate David Burnett and Ricky Whitaker. Dungan Engineering is a unique force in problem solving in the state of Mississippi. They have offices in Brookhaven, Columbia, Picayune, and Macomb. Dungan Engineering has the capability to provide expansive and complex services to state agencies, local governments, utility providers, and national firms. They do this all while preserving the good neighbor attitude that allows them to be active members in the communities they serve. Their motto is service, strength, solutions. It's not just words, not just goals, and not just an outcome. Ready for faster internet and better service? Of course you are. And that's exactly what you'll get with Coast Connect. Coast Connect gives you blazing speed for faster downloads, streaming video, gaming, or working from home. And it's backed by top shelf service from local people you know and trust. Why wait? Get the speed you need with the service you deserve. Sign up today at CoastConnect.com. Coast Connect, powered by Coast Electric. All right, I'm here with a uh, junior running back, Darrell Smith. Big night, Darrell. Five touchdowns on the night. How'd that uh, feel tonight? Uh, it felt great. You know, last year I got hurt, so I took it a little personal. You know, so came out here, played my game, executed, you know, got the dub. And I say five. That was all in the first half. Uh, Darrell, you kind of like last year, Dante carried the load for us. Uh, Chris was able to spell, and you kind of was that third back, which probably would have been the number one on just about every team in the state. This year, Chris goes down. You've had to carry that load. How's it been that they've had to call on you a lot more this season than versus last year? I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's what we do. Uh, you know, we picking always got backs. You know, we gotta uh, step up. It, it, that goes for any team, anybody, any, anybody that play around anywhere. You know, you gotta step up. You know, I stepped up. Nike stepping up. Uh, when, uh, me and Nike, we putting on for the uh, for the sophomores. You know, you know, being leaders. Well, good job uh, tonight, Darrell, and uh, good luck next week. Got a big one yes, going to George County, so it should be uh, a lot on the line for both teams. Yeah, you know, you know that one personal too. You know, um, they beat us in a uh, great championship, so we're gonna take it out on them too. Darrell over here holding up eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Good luck next week, Darrell. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance, the local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Popleville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Kazan, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. Bank with your hometown bank. 
FNB Picayune Bank. With four branches in Picayune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Kiel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. Around here, the tougher things get, the better we are. Because all around Pearl River County, you'll find people working together. Like your two hospitals, Highland Community and Pearl River County, working together with Forest Health to bring you health care that's coordinated and complete. We're here for you now, and you know we'll be here tomorrow. Highland Community Hospital, Pearl River County Hospital, and Forest Health. Two great hospitals, one incredible health system. All right, I'm here with uh, head coach Cody Steiner following 42-7 uh, victory over Long Beach. Coach, first off, congrats on the uh, district win. Um, some things tonight, I, I thought first half, defense and offensively, is just about as good as you can get. Yeah, we executed we executed as, as good as we could have and how you, we expected to, but, you know, it's those, those silly mistakes. we got to clean them up because, you know, big-time football games, those things can bite you in the butt. And, uh, you know, you know, they looked me in the eyes right here after the game, and we're going to clean it up on Monday because uh, – you know, we got a big one next week, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get ready and get back to work on Monday. Coach, you got uh, – before I ask about that one, you got some kids in in that second half. Blowouts aren't always – you know, what, you know, don't always happen. So, a chance to get some of those younger guys in, a chance to play is always a positive. Well, it's quality reps that we get, get on film. You know, that's our future. You know, it's good to get them reps in a game-time situation like that because it's good a good teaching tool for us, for them, you know, that we can get in there and get it on film and teach those guys – uh, moving forward next year because there's a lot of guys that you've seen out there will be counting on in the years to come. So I thought it was great that they got to get in there and got some meaningful reps and, uh, you know, some things that we can get better at with them as well. So, you know, they come and practice just as hard as everybody else every day. So, you know, they des they, they earned it and they deserve to uh, get in there and, and, and perform. Well, it looks like next week we'll play George County at George County. And I think they won tonight. So uh, it'd be a big undefeated district game for uh, both teams. Um, what you expect out of George County? I mean, the so far, I mean, what you know about them? I know they're playing pretty hot right now, you know, and that's that's what you expect to do is play hot this time of the year. But, uh, you know, I feel like we got the right guys on this side over here in, in the maroon and white. So uh, we're going to have the best Monday of the year, and we're going to uh, we're gonna prepare for them, and we're going to get after it for 48 minutes next Friday night, you know. So we'll be on time, and uh, we're going to give them our best shot. Coach, good, good luck next week and safe travels. Thank you.